Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Joining me today is Denise, Corporate Communications Director with SPOT. And we're going to tell you what SPOT means or what it is. But first, the reason I wanted Denise on the show was because SPOT is something that helps hikers. And we are a big hiking community and we have some pretty dangerous hiking trails. Hi. So yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Washington definitely is a huge state for us in terms of outdoor activity. And what our devices are, they are satellite powered communication devices. So when you go out off the grid and you lose cell phone coverage, which is is very easy to do. You really don't have to go that far. You have a method of communicating with your friends and family or If you need an SOS, if you encounter some kind of life-threatening situation or even some kind of injury, you can activate an SOS function on our devices to trigger search and rescue on your behalf. So really that's the net net of it. We have three products, one of which is called the SpotX. It is a two-way communication device, which means you can send and receive messages. Right below that is something called the Spot Gen 4. This is like a more simplified one-way messaging device, and it looks kind of like something you would strap onto your backpack or onto your person. And then finally, we have something called the Trace, which is simply an asset tracker. An asset tracker? Yeah, so you could put it on a motorcycle or a boat or even your car. Some parts of the country, like car theft is a big issue, and that will give you a notification for when your asset is moved. So it's basically theft protection. And do you use the insights that you get, like from rescues? Do they go towards any other kind of foundation? or? There's some, obviously, data and privacy laws that prevent us from using that data or sharing that data. But, for example, we've conducted about 206 rescues in the state of Washington. And for us, the majority of those rescues fall into the category of hiking and mountain sports related. Exactly like you had said earlier, very active state, tons of activities that you can do, national forests, canyons, Mount Rainier, all the way up through the Cascade Range, all the way up to the North Cascades. It's a very active state. And so as such, people sometimes are finding themselves in situations that might be a little precarious. So If you're a hiker, and we're seeing this actually this year specifically, or last year for 2020, more people were seeking the outdoors because they were tired of being indoors for COVID and they wanted to go out and be in nature and do things, but still be safe. There was a large increase in activity. Therefore, we saw an increase in purchase of our devices. We saw an increase of SOS activations. You want to do that, but maybe you're not as experienced as you could or should be. Taking a device along with you, like a Spot Gen 4 or the Spot X, is something that would be beneficial for your safety. Every year here and in Oregon, we hear about hikers that have gone missing. And not only that, I have a lot of friends that are hikers, and I've heard about a lot of close calls where if somebody hadn't showed up, that person would have been in real distress. Now, where would somebody get one? They're available on our website, which is findmespot.com, but we're also in all of the big box retailers. So, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods, REI, West Marine, all those ones where you would go buy your hiking and camping equipment or your fishing equipment anyway. And how do you make the most of these devices? Like, are there any unique cases that people may not have thought of? It is subscription-based and they're satellite powered. I don't think I said that earlier. They're not like your cell phone. So this is a device that's 
powered by satellites. So you're sending messages up to a satellite, the satellite's communicating it back down. And again, this is technology that works when you're off the grid. So we do have functions like spot mapping, which allow you to track your hikes or to track your journey. We have GPS functionality. Of course, there is the SOS, the messaging capability. Like messaging, for example, I think is is hugely beneficial. I'll give one example, like when men like to go out and they like to go hunting and wife is kind of like, are you there? Are you okay? (laughs) You know, what's going on? You could even send a pre-programmed message like to your loved one, your friends and family. Hey, I've reached my camp. Everything's okay. Turning in for the night. So you go through and you set these up in advance and so that you could send these check-in messages to whoever you might want to communicate with. So again, if it's your wife or your friends or your family or whoever that might be. So I know you said mostly you're dealing with hikers, but in Washington state, where do you see most of these spots activating? It really is from Mount Rainier right through, it's right through the middle of the state, which is the Cascade Range, right? So that's really, when I look at the map, we have like a little heat map where I see all the activity and the SOS activations. It's right through the middle of of the state, really corresponds with the Cascade Range. And I also do see um, a lot of activity near the Olympic National Park. So um, just kind of like west of Seattle in that area. I read some of the details for the logs that come in surrounding these rescues. And I see everything from people who are simply just stuck in the snow. Mm. So if that's a motor vehicle related situation and they might need a tow truck or just some kind of assistance to get out of the snow all the way to a, a good Samaritan situation. We see a lot of good Samaritan situations where it's people who have our devices and they encounter someone on a trail or a hike or an activity and they see someone that's injured. Back in October, we had someone who was in the Cascades National Park and they fell while they were mountain climbing. Third party good Samaritan found this person and then they activated their SOS on their spot device and stayed with the individual because it sends your lat and your longitude to the local search and rescue. So it basically, it it works with something called the International Emergency Response Coordination Center by sending you your lat and long. And because the devices are all pre-programmed, it also contacts your family or your next of kin. So they'll call if you have on your account, your husband listed, they'll call your husband and they'll say, hey, do you know where Jean went? You know where she is? Oh yeah, she went on a hike through the forest and and she's with this person and this person and here's her age. Does she have medical, pre-existing medical conditions or do you have any reason to believe she might be in danger? So they go through all of those steps in, in contacting your friends and family. And they'll also stay with your friends and family on the line while all of this is going on. So I had a situation with a guy in Colorado. He was in college. He was in university and he liked to do solo hikes, but his parents were in Pennsylvania. So they bought him a spot device. And so they were like, okay, this kid, you know, when you're that age, you think you're invincible. He's going, you know, he's going on these solo hikes and he, because his GPS led him to an area that was an impasse because you don't see brush and you don't see trees on your GPS. So it led him to an area that was where it was an impasse. He tried to navigate his way around it and he ended up falling down like a cavern or something like that. And so he, all his gear goes flying off of him, inclusive of his water. And so the only thing he had was his spot gen four, which was strapped onto him. So he hit the SOS button. Again, they called his mother, they let the mom know, and then they made contact. and, And then they went out there and they had to pull him out with ropes. 
and, and get, you know, search and rescue out of there. But he was uninjured. But like, since she was all the way on the other side of the country, they were able to stay on the line with her and give her the updates. You know, hey, we located your son. He's uninjured. We have search and rescue on the site. They're pulling him up out of the ravine uh, and, and provide those updates, which it's not just providing peace of mind to the person who has the device. It's providing the peace of mind to your friends and your family. I think for that alone, it would be worth it. Every hiker could get one for Christmas and then their families would not have to worry. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. It's, you know, even for hunting or even for offshore fishing, you know, all of those activities uh, you don't think about or, or could be occurrences where you're going off the grid and you don't have cell phone coverage. Or you don't know you're going off the grid. Right. You just, you're, you look at your phone and then you have no bars left on your phone. So what's the most common emergency that you've seen in Washington? It's hiking and mountain sports related. So all within all that kind of category, uh, hiking injuries, you know, everything from sprained ankles to broken arms, broken legs to more severe life-threatening like that mountain climber that fell and injured themselves. So it really, it runs the range, you know, people hiking and a, a member of the party becomes lost. We see a lot of that as well, where there's a, a missing person as part of the party. And like I said, there was a, a lot of motor vehicle and with mo motor vehicle, not just cars, obviously it's also could be snowmobiles. It could be any kind of four by four off-road vehicle, whatever that might be that people like to play around with. That might be like how it changes in the seasons. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, um, you know, obviously with with winter sports, we have two peak seasons and they're seasonal as you was you would expect. So we see a lot of use during the winter months uh, and just snow related. We've even seen like avalanches that have occurred in, in Colorado and Utah and activations surrounded, surrounding avalanches. We had a very heavy avalanche season this year and a lot of unstable snow just due to the weather. And so winter sports, hunting, skiing, snowmobiling, tons of snowmobiling accidents. People are just op not operating snowmobiles sometimes in the safest manner. And then when the warmer weather comes around, it's obviously more outdoor hiking activity or mountain climbing or injuries just surrounding what people are doing in the outdoors. We don't have caves here, but would caves work even with satellite? It actually wouldn't. You do have to, since it is a satellite powered device, it has to have a clear view of the sky. So yeah. do you have any Washington rescue stories? The one that I, I saw, I don't have too many details on this again, just because of the privacy and everything, but it one that occurred was in October. And this was someone, the person who fell while mountain climbing in Cascades National Park and a good Samaritan had encountered this injured individual and activated the SOS for them. I see there was some that was going on Skamania County. Yep. I see some there that were like more um, motor vehicle, winter sport related injuries, stuck in snow, motor vehicle encounters of people just becoming stuck in the snow. So I don't have anything that's like too, too detailed, but that's kind of the general of what I'm seeing coming out of the area. And how many users do you have so far? 260,000 spot customers. How many rescues are incited in Washington as a result of spots emergency notification? I've seen about 206 rescues there. I'm pulling up my data here. I also see what we call like medical emergencies. That could be someone who's activating 
could be a cardiac episode. I do see a, a lot of that, or it could be an allergy, someone allergic to bees in a very severe way and a very severe allergic reaction. They'll activate their device for those medical reasons. I'm also seeing lost missing person, hunting related activities. There's even fire. We'll see if brush fire, if there's an instance of a brush fire or if there's some kind of fire within the national park, people are also activating their SOS for that reason. I was thinking also about you would be a great partner for the American Heart Association. Yeah. And you know, with with our devices, I've seen specifically in Canada, a lot of people live off the grid. Like that's just their living arrangement. They don't have landline service. Sometimes they don't have electricity lines running to their place. So they rely on satellite powered devices just to stay connected. Like I said, those are medical emergencies, the SOS people will activate that because that's really their only way of communicating. I was also thinking where I raised my kids over on Whidbey Island, there's a lot of dead spots. And if they were going to go on a trail or mountain biking or something, this might be a good thing to have. Yeah, I think it's a great device for for teenagers and for early 20-somethings, for sure. I I think if it's any younger than that, of course, you always want to make sure that it's a genuine SOS activation, that genuinely help is needed in the situation, because these are our search and rescue resources. It's the sheriff's office, it's county office, it's emergency response, hospitals, ambulances, and these are precious resources that we want to reserve only for true emergencies. I was thinking my nephew and his wife have a friend that went hiking and disappeared. They've never found her. It's been maybe five years now. I just think a lot of times when women go off, we worry because we know women aren't safe. And if they at least would take something with them so we could back home know they're okay. And if they did get in trouble. uh, So that's what I was really thinking a lot about how we just see this all the time. And a lot of people, when they move here, they don't know how dangerous hiking is. They haven't experienced it. They don't know which trails are maybe way more advanced or that they're going to need more supplies. And I think that Definitely, they should be informed, but a lot of people aren't, and they just go out there. They're like, I'm going to hike, and they have no idea they could get in trouble. Yes, and even experienced hikers. I was speaking with a gentleman yesterday. Uh, He had used our device over the summer and had activated the SOS. He was actually a, a geographer in a forestry department of a university in Oregon, And he was a very experienced hiker and was doing something called a Hell's Canyon, which is a notoriously difficult, something like a 70 mile hike over the course of multiple days. And he has a spot gen four and he took that device with him. And he says, you know, this is the thing I I have it. I never want to use it, but in the instance where I need it, I'm I'm very grateful that I have it. And he's so funny because he called the SOS button, like his pizza button. He's like, this is the button that will take me back to the real world to pizza. (laughs) (laughs) So even as much as this man was experienced and had planned ahead, he and his hiking partner still ran into a situation where they ran out of water and they had to veer off course. And so the combination of having to hike off course for an extensive amount of time through a terrible terrain, you know, very precipitous and, and, and dangerous and steep. Hell's Canyon apparently is like 8,000 feet, I think above Snake River. Uh, he, you know, that was something that was unplanned for. And after everything was said and done, they were exhausted and they had no water and no supplies. So they had to activate the SOS button. 
people assume that even if they have a certain level of experience that, but you never know, you can never account for weather, you can never account for injury. And sometimes, you know, if you run out of supplies and you need to go off course, that's unplanned as well. And, and those are the things that you might as well have peace of mind with you as you go, just to know that you have a line of communication or a line of emergency connectivity if you might need it. I'm not much of a hiker. <laughs> I do other things, but if I was going to go somewhere where I didn't think I'd have phone reception, I would certainly want some sort of safeguard. Absolutely. Even to your point, it's guys on motorcycles. I mentioned people who like to go offshore fishing. We had a guy, he's actually our ambassador and he's a motorcycle guy and he rides from California to Mexico and he had found himself in a precarious situation in Mexico. He had the device on him and he activated the device and, and they responded and he was able to be rescued. You just never know what kind of situation. Hunting, obviously hunting comes with its own level of risk. We see a lot of missing people people that get separated from their hunting partner, or we see accidental injuries that occur. We see people when they're setting up a hunting platform, sometimes there's dangers of people falling off of hunting platforms, that type of thing. So fishing, offshore fishing, you don't have to go too far offshore to get be out of cell phone range. Your motor, you have a motor failure. And so you have no way of getting back to shore. So you, you can activate your spot, your SOS, and you will have a tow might show up or the Coast Guard might show up depending on where you are and, and be able to provide assistance to get you back. I think of camping with small children because they can wander off so quickly. And mm -hmm. if you just had something attached to them, if they did wander off or fall down a cliff or something, at least you could find them. If they're really little, you know, they're not going to be carrying a phone or know what to do. And we do hear about that a lot where kids wander off when the family's, you know, out camping or hiking. Yeah. I had a, a situation with a gentleman that I was talking to. I think he was out in California. His son had autism and he, he did like to go hiking with his son pretty frequently. And he said his son um, was very high functioning and actually had very good navigational capabilities. So he wouldn't get very worried going out hiking with his son, but he had an instance where his son started kind of like acting up and he was like, well, what's going on? And apparently like fire ants had crawled up his, up his pants, literally like an ants in the pants situation and fire ants got all over him and he got very nervous and then just ran off and ran into the woods and dropped all his gear and just, and ran off. So his son didn't have the device, but he had the device on him. So he hit the SOS button and he was able to get the sheriff's county out there and helping him locate his son. I'm talking with Denise. She is the corporate communications director with Spot, which is a technical product to track people. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it again, since we're wrapping up so people know what we are talking about in this product. Yep, so Spot is a satellite powered tracking device that allows people to communicate with their friends and family or whoever, whoever they want when they go off the grid. So when your cellular service becomes unavailable, you have an option that allows you to communicate or access search and rescue via SOS if you find yourself in a life-threatening situation. I love what you said about the families that if you're sitting home waiting for your hiker and you're not hearing anything, if you know they have one of those devices, if something's wrong, somebody's going to call you. 
and that you stay with the family on the line to help them, give them peace of mind and give them updates? Yeah, you can even, there's an option on our spot devices that you can share your adventures. In addition to just sending messages, you can plot little pinpoints on the map by sending a check-in and you can share, you can do something called shared views. And this will allow you, again, you set it up on your account. It will show that person where you are, like where you're tracking on the map, where you currently might be. If you're, it's giving them kind of reports from the field. And you can also even set it up so that they receive a notification again. So if you arrive at camp, they receive some notification. If you want to share some of your favorite spots, if you you have a fishing favorite fishing spot you want to go to, you can place a pin on that spot in your map and remember it for the next time you might go hiking and know that that's a great little fishing hole for you that you might want to revisit. It also has geofencing capability, which I think is very interesting, particularly I would say for our people who like to hunt. When you're hunting and you're walking through the woods, you may not be aware if you're entering into private property or an area where hunting may not be allowed. So this also allows you to kind of place geofences around targeted areas to help you identify where you may or may not be able to go. Or, you know, if you want to set up, here's a water source or, you know, here's a service area, it allows you to do that as well. So I have to ask this because we're always seeing people that are maybe 50 and older that really struggle with technology. How complicated is this? It's, it's not complicated at all. I will say the product has been around for a bit and we have a very dedicated base of users. And I would say our user base is a little bit probably in that age range that you mentioned, but we're I'm also now, as I mentioned previously, like the woman who bought one for her son, we're seeing second generation users. So instances where fathers love this device and see why it's important to have and good to have that extra security are passing that on to their children and telling their children, you need this too. You're engaged, you're going out, you're four by four, and you're going out on your motorcycle or you're going out solo hiking. And so you need this device. So we're starting to see a lot of second generation users. And also just again, with this trend surrounding COVID and people seeking the outdoors or transient lifestyle folks, people who live the bus life, people who like to live out of a bus or the van life, people who like to travel around the United States living out of a van. Those are generally, you know, younger demographics or RV people, people who are very into kind of like their you know, RV life, traveling around the country, same type of thing. Uh, these are just great devices for all of those groups. That's just so amazing. I'm, I'm just thinking of so many things like one, there's this generation of helicopter parents that might not really want their kids to go out and hike, but if they had a product like this where they could go, okay, you promised to wear this, I promise to let you go. Like it might actually give people more freedom. Absolutely. And, and knowing that, you know, at least your kid has a way to communicate. I had a, a situation, there was a, a guy, he was out in Moab and he was four by fouring and he flipped his vehicle. And it was a very severe situation, life-threatening situation. He had to have life flight, a helicopter come and pick him up in Moab to transport him to the hospital. He became such an advocate of products like these. He, he told his daughter, as soon as she became 18, 19, early twenties, started going out, had a very active lifestyle He's like, you're getting one of these devices. This is crucial that you have one. So again, once you use it and it does something meaningful, like save you from a terrible situation, you want to tell your friends and family about it. You want your kids to use it. 
I think with good reason, uh, like it's just another level of security. I think we rely on cell phones so much. And when you think about somebody in a situation where they can't really pull out their cell phone, or if they do, it's going to be taken away. If it's some sort of an attack, you've got this thing that's on you that you can just hit the SOS. It just makes me feel like this could be just such a big deal for safety for women, for safety for kids, even if there is cell phone range, because it's connected to you, right? Yes. And that trace device that I mentioned, it's a very nondescript kind of little black device. And it it's very compact and small. While it does need to be in, in light of sight to the sky, you could place it in a covert place on your rear windshield, say if it's your car. I did have a situation with a fellow who's, he was in Mexico and his car, his vehicle was stolen. And because he had the spot trace on it, he was able to see exactly where that car went and he was able to notify the authorities. So he, he went into his account and he was, he's looked at the tracking and he was like, oh, this is where they took my car. This is where my car is right now. And so that made for, <laughs> made for a situation where he, he just turned that information over to the authorities and was able to recover his vehicle. Yeah. Gotcha. Kind of thing. So what's the craziest story you have? We did have a guy in California who was attacked by a bear. We have had use cases of people who were like uh, commercial fishing situations occurring on commercial fishing boats, whether that like altercations, like crew members fighting amongst themselves. Someone would activate the SOS and the Coast Guard would show up. We have a small plane operator who crashed the plane into a tree. He was suspended in the tree upside down. And (laughs) it was a private plane operator, small plane, and had to inactivated his SOS for search and rescue. So we have some some of these stories, you can see them on our website on findmespot.com under the section Spotlight. There's ones that are really crazy, like the, the small plane operator. And there are ones that are, you know, more scaled back, like a father hiking with his daughter who, you know, she dislocated her shoulder and he required help. So it really, it goes from the extreme to just a basic need if you might happen to injure yourself while you're doing something. So again, we're talking to Denise, the Corporate Communications Director with Spot, which is available. Dick Sporting Goods, REI, West Marine, stores like that. And your website. Findmespot.com. Okay, where we can see the stories. And I just love what you're doing. It makes me feel good living in this area that if someone I know that maybe is going up hiking, that I could suggest this because we all have those fears. If we're not the ones going up, we want to know that our people are safe. And we all know here, you lose cell connections. So this is such a great idea and a great product. And thank you so much for sharing it with us. The devices do require a subscription, but we have a variety of plans that are available. So depending on your use, if it's something that you think you need year round because you're that active doing a variety of activities throughout the course of the year, we have plans for you. Or if it's something like you're more seasonal and maybe you only go out during the summer or during the winter. We have plans that are more seasonally focused. So really we have a lot of options and it is based or customized to your use and what you might require. Thank you so much, Denise. And I am going to go check out your website and look for that airplane hanging in the tree. (laughs) You'll see it. Thank you, Lori.
I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in today. And we hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.